Welcome to Money, Life, and Coffee, where we talk about money and life over a cup of coffee. We're your hosts, Nick and Christine Nelson. So this week, we're going to talk about money memories or memories that have been ingrained on us about different money. And as we were talking about this together, we realized we were coming at this from two different angles, which is fine. Cool. I mean, but it's always funny to me that we can learn something new about each other, even after what, 30 years and know that there's no like right way when it comes to these kind of topics and what they mean. And so when I thought of money memories, I think of very distinct situations in my adolescence and very young adulthood, where because of my circumstances, money was something that was able to totally enrich and change the trajectory of my life for the better. And there were people who saw me and literally said, I see a girl who's worth investing in. Sure. And I'm going to bless her because I can. And then it made a huge difference in my life. And it's okay that that hasn't been your story because you weren't in that same yeah nobody's seen me as valuable <laughs> that's not what i'm saying you were not in that situation no, I no, you're I making heart, lightheartedness yeah, of yeah. it but um and so i have a couple of people in my memory and maybe it didn't even cost them very much sure but that's part of what motivates me to see the big picture longer term for this oh, to, to live in and why give like nobody else right right because I benefited from people who saw a bigger picture. Well, and not, and thinking back, I bet they benefited from watching. Yeah, it's like who, yeah of course. And so. these people, I mean, maybe, I mean, one of them is still alive. Uh, could I ask them, like, why? Sure. And, you know, maybe I should. Maybe that should be my homework after this. But um, so I guess maybe let me just tell a couple of stories. Okay. You could ask me questions if sure. you want. But, um, you know, some people know. And some people don't that I essentially, you know, was kind of passed around as a kid and lived various places with my grandma, a little bit with my mom, with family friends, eventually with my uncle. Um, And so by the time I was a a teenager and I was in high school, I lived with my uncle. He's not much older than me. Um, And so. So that was a choice that he had to make. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. That was very impactful (laughs) for him. Right. And. Beautifully, he and I can speak very openly. Yeah, about that. about that. Um, and I think that has blessed other people to kind of hear. Oh, sure. Yeah, and, and he's all. It's funny because he's still like, "Oh, you're the best investment I ever made," or you know, whatever. Yeah. And and in in some ways, if you kind of, he's a man of few words, but if you if you do kind of pin him down, he's just like, "Why wouldn't I?" Like you, again, this whole idea of. It being like so smart for him to help me essentially because I, he could, he saw where I could go in life. Right. So it was more than just he felt he had to. I'm your family member and you're homeless. So come on over. Yes. To a degree. But also like. But but then seeing the potential, potential in you, right? Yeah. Just to be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm able to do these few things. And that's how he'll kind of say it now. I think is like, well, I did. He didn't, he couldn't fully pay for everything. Sure. And what he was able to do in terms of like food and housing and helping me get like a car and, and stuff like that. So I could work were to him mild sacrifices Sure, that he then was like, you, those little things could help you go 10 steps further with my one thing. Right. 
So that I think is an extreme example, but those kind of examples happened over and over so, and over for me. Yeah, but we're talking about uh, the way we're talking is like we're, we're, we want you to change your family tree, right? Yeah. With this money process or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, he probably didn't think of it in that terms, but knew. No, he's in his early 20s, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But knew that was probably the outcome and hoped that you'd be better off because of it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And and certainly never thinking any that he was going to get anything in return. Oh, sure, sure. You know, he knew he wasn't going to get any trouble. Yeah. Uh, you know, where sometimes when you, especially when you're helping family, that can be sure an outcome. Um, so, you know, regardless, he, he and I are, are very close and we can talk later about how we're, we are, we try to bless him. But there was a situation when I was in high school and I, I was going to a, a magnet school and my classes were very small. I swear, every kid, there were 60 of us, 59 of those kids, wealthy. Like, very wealthy. Then there's me, right? right, right. Like, your uncle's coming to conferences? Like, like what the heck? Yeah. He's, like, 23 years old. You know, what What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we needed this fancy graphing calculator for calculus I was just going to say, <laughs> these are all the kids that had the graphing calculator. They had the brand new Trapper Keepers. They had a car. Had, that their, yeah. their parents bought them a new car. Right. Like, I mean, it just was... They, they lived a different just, they just life. lived a different life yeah you know and because i even seen some of that when in high school you <laughs> yeah, know I, yeah. I was like with these people Not in or, our regular or, i mean or, in our regular high school yes, yeah yeah but it was just more exacerbated yeah, i mean absolutely the majority of the people i graduated with from this magnet school are physicians today right, sure. you know um and so I needed this calculator and it was like $150. Which which could have been a million. It, it was it, it might as it, well it have been a million dollars. I I think <laughs> I even though I worked um you know 25 hours a week between my car insurance and gas and everything for school sure. and you know it just was wasn't enough I, to buy a calculator. Yeah. yeah. And I I was trying to think back and I honestly can't remember if I really had a deep conversation with Ed because in, in my uncle in a lot of situations like I said he's a man of few words but yeah. I I do think he was just like it'll work out you know and he's that way in general yeah. um but I knew I needed to talk to my teacher like I, I couldn't just bring oh. a check from home to pay for my calculator that everybody was getting so, the next so you, day. were you buying it from the teacher yes, or were you the, supposed to go to the store and no buy no it? the school had them and you uh, you paid okay. for them okay, through okay. the school. They came in a big like Texas Instruments box or whatever. <laughs> oh, fancy. Yeah. So I remember going to him and I held it together while I was talking to Mr. Nichols, which he tried to teach us from freshman year, like never to get into credit card debt. And I did not know what he was saying. Mm. Like I was like, I get it mathematically, but I there was, am desperate. There I need was a credit no card. Emotional like, part to the mathematic part. Yeah. Yeah. There was something missing for me. But now in hindsight I'm like I do need to find him. I need to find Mr. Nichols because thinking about this again. So this was what? Almost 30 years ago. Right. He obviously wanted us to have some financial. He drove like a 30 year old Volvo. Uh, the old diesels that it went was, like forever. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sucker was I think they, old. I think they rusted in half before they stopped running, right? <laughs> so everybody knew and he like brought his lunch every day yeah. and he was trying to teach us about money. And so the fact that he cared enough to do that during calculus right. 
and try to impart some of that life wisdom is is something now that's kind of coming back to me about him. But I had to go to him after school. And so I remember I didn't have much time and I needed to hold it together. I was very emotional anyway, as a person (laughs) in general. And I, I remember just trying to say like, look, I, I just, this is not possible for me. And I remember him just, he always had really kind eyes and he was like, let me see what I can do. You know, I don't want you to worry about it. And you know, I'll get back to you or whatever. And so I go, I left school and I went to work at the tailor shop. And of course I was probably like feeling ill. I know I was like, like like in his mind, like you can't do this. And like, (laughs) this is the biggest thing in your world at the time. Right. Right. Yes. Thinking like I have to have this calculator. Like for me at that age, I just needed to achieve at school and go to college and get a good job and be secure. Right. You know, it was just, one track mind since I was like eight years old. And so I remember like going about my day and the very next day, like in class, he was handing out everyone's calculator. And I was like, he's he's going to get to me and I'm going to be the only one that doesn't get this darn calculator. And he passes them on to everybody. And when he gets to me, he says something like, I know you're going to make excellent use of this. And he just kept on going. And I talked to him after he, school. He gave you he one. He gave me one. Yeah. And I still have it to this day. I have that same freaking calculator. So I never understood. Why I won't let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, so I didn't know that he gave it to you or that's how you ended up getting it. Yes. I mean, I knew you had a problem getting it. But right. I, I think right. you got it So I don't know if he paid for it, if he somehow there was a fund in the office sure. or something. Like, I, I still don't know. But I remember, like, of course, thanking him profusely. I used it all through the rest of high school, into college, all that, you know. And so I feel like at that time, he saw, that, again, that I was a good investment. And even if that calculator only cost him $50, like, he changed, first of all, how, like, I wasn't embarrassed in front of everyone. Nobody knew I didn't pay for it. And I remember getting home and, and telling Ed, and he was like, see, I told you it'd work out. Yeah, right. And I remember being like, what is wrong with you? Like, you just are so happy-go-lucky. So, so nonchalant. It's like, yeah, it'll just work out. And so I, this is just one example where, yes, I assigned this to finances because I didn't have any finances or I just, I didn't have the means to do it. But it someone else saw a way to meet my financial need and I want to, I've still, like, I've always wanted to do that for other people because I've had it happen to me so many times. Yeah. And I do, is it because I noticed that was happening for me because of the situation I was in as a kid when people would would meet my needs, when it wasn't easy for me to accept that even, or, uh, you know, even up to when we were getting married, and not knowing how we were going to afford to do that. And then miraculously getting, a th- you know, some money in the oh, mail sure, sure. and being like, oh, that pays for our entire wedding. Right. And s- because someone and she told me later, she's like, you know, I know that that little bit of money made all the difference. And I think that you and Nick should be married and right. it, like you're doing the right thing. And I want I want to encourage that. So. Again, that has always been kind of a part of my DNA, given my experience. 
So all this storytelling, just to share a bigger reason why having financial peace is important to me personally, and getting to a place where I can see those opportunities and meet those needs, not for me, but because for people that just need that little bit, that can make a a huge difference. Yeah. And my generosity can be multiplied. So it's like, even if I just see somebody needs help applying to school, my niece oh, or sure, whatever, sure, sure. my $50 to help her with the application fee might help her later become a doctor. I don't even know. So again, it's not about, well, Anne Christine gave me this money right. or whatever. No, I just, when you see those needs and you can meet them without a thought or a worry, and then again, see it multiplied. Like who wouldn't want that? Yeah. No, it's fun. it's fun to see, and it's fun to see in in our lives and people that we've helped. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. appreciate you always being open. In fact, you're a little bit more generous than I am. Um, I would say. Let me take that back. <laughs> We're both generous. I feel like your eyes are open more than mine sometimes. Oh. In that you see, I, you're like, this just happened to so and so. Just send them some money. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. And sometimes I'm like, ooh, that's you know. I didn't budget for that much generosity this month. And so I still get wrapped up in the numbers and you're like, it's fine. And every single time I've followed your lead in that somehow more money comes. Yeah. And so there's also this, um, again, I mean, if we, if we take this to the religious side of you comparing God to being a father, when your child is doing Mm. the right thing, you just want to bless and bless and bless. And so, if whether that's what's happening or not, like it has never ever hurt us to be generous. Like we've never paid a price to be generous in terms of maybe things have been tighter for us or we have been unsure about how we'd make the person feel sure. by giving them money, sure. but it also breaks the taboo. And so I would say even in that discomfort, it's always a good thing. Right. Like it's always been good. In generosity. Yeah. And we're starting to see money more as a tool, right? And it wouldn't be a taboo to give somebody a shovel if they right. had if a big they, if they digging had a, project. Yeah. Yeah. Or to push a ladder down the hole they were in or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Sure. So um, and, and hopefully such, that helps. Such thing is like a bad investments. You know, there have been people that have asked us for money and we have said, no, we will not give you money, but we will do this because we think that will, <laughs> will actually, actually help, help you. you. Yes. Um, and, and so I'm not saying don't be wise, right? but it's, it's exciting to be in a position where you, you can be generous without concern because you have made choices that allowed you to, to meet that need. And that doesn't mean you you shouldn't have to sacrifice sometimes. And we may still be faced with with those kind of needs to meet. I think that stretches us, but if that gives you any motivation for why you should want to get to the point where you are living generously someone like me benefited from that over and over and over and over as a kid yeah whether it was the boss i was working for if i look back in hindsight she after a couple years she was paying me so much money per hour for what i was doing and yes in some ways i know i was a great asset to her but i'm I know that she also wanted me to stay and be able to work part um, full time while going to school full time. And because working full time was hard when I was going to school full time. 
but I think in some ways, and I can't ask her because she's no longer with us, but I do believe that she, again, just saw like this girl is doing the right thing and I want to be a part of it. It wasn't her journey. just the, the right thing one time though. It was over and over and over and over and she was a part of your journey. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I'm sure you can think of, of examples um, too with all the people that have been generous. And so that would be just the greatest blessing to me if 30 years from now, someone sat down and we're like, Nick and Christine Nelson did this and it changed my life. This $20, this $50, like whatever. And chances are we won't even remember it. Oh, but to me, I'm like, <laughs> just like Mr. Nichols cool. may not. Yeah, he may forget. And maybe ever, maybe there was five kids that year that couldn't sure. get. Maybe there was other kids that were in my situation I don't even know about. Right, right. But in that moment, it was about him seeing me. And like I said, even if it didn't cost him anything. Right. It it gave me everything in yeah. that moment. So it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that gets me all motivated. Yeah, well, hopefully you guys can uh, be a blessing to somebody and live and give like nobody else or... Yeah, take care of your house, take care of your business so you can be that person. Yeah. Be one of those cool people that someone says, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it, but fill in the blank, changed yep. my life. Yep. So from neat. their generosity. Neat. And if you have any stories like that, we want oh, to yes. hear from them. I want to hey, hear too. Yeah. Visit our website, moneylifeandcoffee.com. From there, you can see all of our social media and ways to contact us. Ask your question or share your story there. And thanks for listening.